Welcome to Small Biz Tips. What's going on, y'all? Guys, I got a, I got a, I got a really good surprise for y'all. I got a serial entrepreneur coming in. I'm excited. This guy, whoo, he's killing it. Ron, what's going on, bro? Everything. Everything's going on. I'm uh, I'm glad to be here with you, good brother. I appreciate you making time for me. Absolutely, absolutely. So before we get into your whole entrepreneurial journey, who is Ron? Uh, well, my name is Ron Green. Uh, I go by I go by Chief. Mm. Um, that was a name that my grandfather gave to me uh, when I was a young boy, and you know, it just kind of stuck with me. Um, but it's very appropriate now to kind of come full circle because I I'm actually uh, an owner of a fashion brand called Tribe mm. Worldwide Apparel, and every tribe needs a chief. So Ooh, you know, it's only I right like that. Yeah, you you, and, you um, got that structure real good, man. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, I, I've uh, I've been in business for myself uh, for the last ten years, almost eleven. Okay. Uh, you know, just in just working to find uh, a way that I could create a mm-hmm. pathway for myself that wasn't so dependent upon you know someone else's dictation mm. uh, and and direction. And, uh, you know, I, I benefited from, you know, having experience working with um, entrepreneur boot camps and things like mm-hmm. that, where I was learning the learning the ropes and the basics about, you know, what it takes to to be someone that works for themselves and ultimately grows that uh, that hustle into an actual business. Mm. So, yeah, okay. like, yeah. So that's that's really what my path um, and my journey has been all about is just you know is just becoming you know that greater version you know and just uh continuing to uh, find ways to level up in the operation that's that's dope let's go back to your journey right because you also went to an hbcu right yes i did so so yes i went to uh i was at morgan state university down in baltimore that's what's up that's what's up i went to cheney university ah okay yeah (laughs) that's what's up yes sir my sister graduated from there that's dope, man. That's, I love it. We got HBCU grad killing it, doing their things. So I want to go a little bit fast forward. Um, I saw something. You also has a patent as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, you did your research. Yes. Oh um, yeah, man, that's dope. There's not. I don't know a lot of people that has patent. Tell us more about that. Okay. So um, yes, I have a patent for an invention that right. I uh, created, um, and this was uh, something that I. I came up with back in, um, you know, like late 2000s, maybe like 2008, 2009. Wow. Uh, I was I was at home in my apartment and, uh, you know, it was the weekend. It was the day for me to do my my household chores. Mm-hmm. And I was in the bathroom and it was time for me to clean the toilet. Yeah. And, um, you know, pe- I, there might I don't know if everybody in your audience would be familiar with the Swiffer mop. But the Swiffer, okay. the Swiffer mop is the is the mop where you can press the button. Yeah. And the, and the yeah. So anyway, I I had the idea like, hey, what if I had a toilet brush that could do the same thing <laughs> as a Swiffer mop? Like if I could just squeeze and scrub, I could just, wow. I could just aim it, and then I can just I can spray it and clean it. Um, I thought it would just be a fun idea to try to execute on and. Lo and behold, I was watching TV later that night and I saw like one of these invent help company commercials and I just called them up and, and went for it. And honestly, uh, from <laughs> what I know about getting patents, 
uh, most people don't get approved for their patents. Most patent mm. applications that are submitted don't get approved because there's so many people who out here who are creating things. Yeah. And chances are what you thought of probably has already been done in some capacity. So I was, um, it, and this was actually a four year process. So I, wow. I, had almost, I had all but forgotten that I submitted my uh, application, but I ended up um, actually receiving uh, the great news in the mail that my, my patent application was approved. This was an original idea. I, yeah, I was ecstatic, man. It's, it's wow. beautiful. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking to get it fabricated. I don't Thank think you. a lot of people realize that. Jeez. So yeah. let, now let's forward, right? Because you have a fashion brand, but it didn't start like that. Tell us about the, what was the original name when you first started this thing? Yeah, so um, when I started my brand back in, in uh, January of 2015, um, I actually mm. launched on January 31st of 2015. And um, the company was named What's Up African. What's Up African huh. uh, was... What's Up African Apparel was my way of connecting Black Americans mm -hmm. with our with our with our past and and roots on the continent yeah. of Africa. It's like and and really what I used that um, as a way for us to really start to have the necessary conversations amongst ourselves as well as with our with our with our brothers, our sisters, and our cousins, mm. you know, across the across the water. So. You know, um, wearing that brand and representing uh, such a such a, a distinct concept was something that really helped us to have a lot of success early on. Because back in 2015, you know, nowadays, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's commonplace uh, no, to, to, to have melanin and talking about <laughs> blackness and everything, supporting buying black. But yeah. back in 2015 and even before that, it wasn't really the, it wasn't the, like the conversation of the day. So. I was able to really capitalize on the fact that I was one of the, you know, like one of the first brands that was able to really tap into what people were feeling. That's dope. Now, how were you selling this, right? Like, and as an entrepreneur, were you selling it um, at like different um, conferences? You had pop-up shop, or you just selling it online? How did you structure all this? So um, I actually did all of the above, really. Wow. That's And that's because that's what, it, that's what I recognize that it takes. Mm -hmm. I need to be present um, in every capacity possible. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's, that's really something for, you know, anybody who has a product based company, mm -hmm. your, visib your visibility is, is everything. So, um, you know, starting out, I knew that that was paramount. I knew that I had to make sure that I could, um, I had a website, I had to get a yeah. website because for the first month and a half, I was taking orders all through Facebook messenger. Wow. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, and I'm so, just, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you first launched this, what did you do? You took a picture of it and put it on Facebook and said, this is my new brand and people were just buying? So what it was, right? There was a viral moment that occurred during mm -hmm. the Super Bowl the week before mm -hmm. where the uh, the player named Marshawn Lynch, okay. he was somebody who was very, um, very vocal about being pro-Black and also uh, mm -hmm. Pan-African. So he's very Pan-African uh, centered and a lot of the things that he, uh, a lot of ways that he portrayed himself. And mm. um, he, he had kind of uh, been taking a lot of heat from the media uh, because of the things that he was doing and because he was kind of standing on his own um, mm. and going against the grain. And at one of the, uh, one, of the com one of the interviews during the Super Bowl combine, he actually was at the, on the podium answering questions. 
and then he saw a, a, a black reporter come uh -huh. into the area and he acknowledged him by saying, what's up, African? So, oh, wow. That, yeah. And he said, shout online. out to all my real Africans <laughs> out there. So, wow. and I've come to find out that um, that is because out in Oakland, California, in that area uh -huh. um, where the Black Panthers were very prevalent and that's where uh -huh. they were established, they like the like the, the there's a whole lot of people that, that like the footprint is there where they a lot of them out there identify with our connection to Africa. Wow. So they refer to each other and they say, what's up, African out there? There's some <laughs> people that say so I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that. I had that's no crazy. Idea. Yeah, wow. so, yeah. So what's up, African is like a real thing. So I'm <laughs> like, man. I'm, I gotta put this on a shirt. People were loving it. They were sharing it and sharing it. It's like, yo, that nobody ever heard anybody say that before. So yeah, I like, I put it on a shirt and I, that's when I put it on Facebook. Like, hey, this is what I got. And wow. Boom. the rest is history. I love yeah. it. I love it. Now, from what, from what I'm understanding, right? You have the fashion brand that you built. Congratulations on that. Make it a worldwide brand but you also have other businesses. Like you have an event space business too? Yes, yes. Tell um, us the more about that. <laughs> <laughs> when did that come in with the fashion? Like what happened? Man, well, that's, so that's interesting um, because really what it, what it comes down to is, uh, is by me taking the initiative and um, striking while the iron was hot and starting my brand when I did, um, you know, and, and gaining, you know, the popularity that my brand did organically like in my city, as well as cities across the country, I was able to, it gave me access to different connections that I didn't have before and put me in front of people that I had never met before. And, um, you know, my network was uh, definitely the, the quality of my network improved. So, nice. I, so I connected with, uh, with somebody named Nehemiah Davis and um, he's, I know he's a, Neo. all right. <laughs> yeah. Big, That's big, my guy. <laughs> right. 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 So, I, so we, I connected with him long before all of the, the, the stuff wow. that, that's going on now, you know, long before the Steve Harvey appearance and long before the yeah. big conferences. And, you know, it's like we were we were kind of, you know, in the building stages and everything. And. Um, man, it's like I, I, I connected with Nehemiah um, on the opportunity to actually help people up in Flint, Michigan, when mm -hmm. they had the Flint water crisis. So mm -hmm. that's how me and him really began to build and uh, build relationships. But then now he has the event space secrets. Yeah. Um, and and I it just when I saw the program, it was a no brainer for me. And I mean, I was I was right here next to it. So I'm like, you know, let me just hop on here and see, because I see the success that he's had. Every every event that I, that I went to of his was at one of his event spaces, pretty much. <laughs> you know, so it's like I'm like, I see what's going on here and I like it. <laughs> I like it. So, you know, it, it just was a thing where, you know, I had the opportunity, I had the uh, financial backing mm -hmm. um, and, and we actually, uh, it's actually a family operation. So I, wow. I operate infinity. Uh, the, the event space is called infinity Philly. So it's okay. the infinity center. Um, but North yeah, Philly, we, South Philly, where you guys at? So we, we, we're in West Philly, West nice. Philly on, on Lancaster Avenue. Um, and we it's a family operation i got my mom I, my dad my my, wow. my sisters we all take care of the space you know um when there's maintenance that needs to be done my dad took care of that 
Um, you know, my mom, she handles a lot of the emails wow. and things from customers when we're doing rentals. And then we we make sure we we handle the upkeep of the space and and, and the walkthroughs when customers come through. It's just like a really we've gotten like, like a really nice well-oiled machine. So wait, wait, uh now getting family and doing business with family sometimes can be challenging. Mm. Tell me about that. How how'd you said, hey mom, dad, listen, we got the CVM space, y'all need to get on board. How how did that whole situation happen? Because I think it's fascinating. Thanks, man. Um, well, so the way that 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 went down was just like with my fashion brands, the same yeah. thing. My my mother's a, a part of that as well. She answers a lot of my emails and things, wow. handles customer service uh, issues and things like that. Um, and it all is because you know they were close enough to see mm. the success and the value in what I was doing. And it's like um, my like both of my parents are retired now. Wow. So they had the time Congrats. and uh, yeah, th- right. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that they were able to, you know, step away from the workforce and, you know, just start to kind of enjoy and appreciate life uh, for themselves. But, um, you know, it's like, it's really re- been a rewarding experience uh, to be able to have something that they see enough value in to, to, to actually put their hands to work on it with me. And um, yeah, man, I've, I've, I've <laughs> definitely benefited from, you know, having a solid, uh, you know, support system like that. Well, guess what? It's, it's not over yet. You got another business as well. You're in the cannabis space. So <laughs> right, right, right. Talk to me about that. How did you go from, you know, where did that came from? I mean, were you already a cannabis fan and you're like, you saw the opportunity? Tell us, walk us through that and how are you involved in the cannabis space? And yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, as, with, with the cannabis Myself, I have been a cannabis consumer and enthusiast, mm-hmm. enthusiast, uh, you know, for pretty much like the last, I'd say, 20 years or so. Wow. Because uh, I, I, my first my first experimentation was when I went to college. Yeah. You know, um, before that, I was not really I was around it and stuff, yeah. but I never really was somebody to partake. Mm-hmm. Um, but after, you know, I kind of left the nest and I'm in college and I'm on my own. Now I'm trying things and, you know, uh, I'm like, Hey, this, this looks interesting. Everybody looks like they're having a good time when they do it. Let me try it. And I liked it. And, uh, you know, here we are today where, um, you know, a a few times over the years, Mm -hmm. I've, I've actually been arrested just for having a small, you know, just for having a bit. So it's like the recreational enjoyable side, I've, yeah. had, I've, I've had that, but then also the not so fun stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like um, sitting in jail for a few hours. I've never had, I've never like been to prison for it yeah. or anything like that, but it's like, you know, just being detained and things. And, you know, I'm sitting in there like, wow, there's so many more things out here that are way more harmful and detrimental to society than what, than, than what I had, but they, they've, they've made it where it's on the same level as, you know, yeah. like hard, the hard stuff. So, um, you know, I'm fast forwarding to, uh, up to today, you know, it's been, um, it just came to me where I'm like, you know, I, I need to be able to take advantage of this and turn this on his head. Like I've, I've, I've been on the, on the, on the, on the, on the on wrong side, side. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, now there's an opportunity to be on the right side of it and, um, you can do it the legal way. And there's a lot of different avenues that you can, um, access. Mm-hmm. So, um, now the, the the way that my my brand actually came about 
it was just a, a natural transition from um from my fashion brand mm. so my fashion brand is hella black hella proud yeah and you know we call uh, in the in the cannabis culture we call like the good stuff we call it loud so okay hella black hella black, loud, hella loud. Got so it. that's that's where that came from um and and you know but but the beautiful aspect about about hella black hella loud is that it's it still it still ties directly back into you know black culture the brand. and yeah you know and what we are doing with the brand is working to um you know kind of exhibit and exemplify the the positive aspects of cannabis use and uh the therapeutic aspects of it and um you know mm. the, the different ways that it can be uh can be employed in our daily lives because it's it's, so, it's not yeah now so i'm thinking about it right so is it's not a dispensary it's not a supplier grower is it more like an educational platform how's it structured so, so what we do we actually are we actually are product based okay we are a product based company so we have um but we also we also are um committed to taking part in um in educational mm -hmm. um ventures as well and uh, also another thing that we're doing is um, working to provide access mm. for opportunities to 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 work or or to have ownership in the cannabis industry. So, mm. you know, we're 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 and the how we're doing that is by working to build strategic relationships with uh, with farms and grow operations or with dispensaries and, uh, nice. you know, other people like that uh, smoke shops and stuff. So, you know, and um, really, but the products that we're developing or that we have. Um, and that's this is a key right here, and I'm glad we're talking about it. This is a key um, is that you don't have to sell weed to be in, in order to business. be in the cannabis business. You don't have to be in a dispensary. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to have a farm. You know, you don't have to have any of these things because it's not just about the plant itself. It's yeah. about everything around. It. It's about all the other things that people use. Tell us when more. Tell us more. <laughs> so I'm talking like, uh, you know, from from the 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 cones and the and the and the, the things that you roll up with the dutches mm -hmm. and wraps and things like that. Um, whether it's um rolling papers and mm -hmm. uh, rolling trays, um, the grinders. Wow. Uh, they they've got like uh like like bongs. You you know you can provide oh. a lot of different things. Huh. It's the full supply chain. Okay. Right. So, yeah. So we want to tap in. Yeah. To, it's like people are going to people are going to get their their product, you know, wherever they get it from. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like if if I can, you know, brand my uh, brand, the products that they use along with the cannabis, mm -hmm. you know, and, and like they can feel a sense of pride anytime they're taking part in their in their recreational activities. You know, it. they can look down it. at their rolling tray and see a black fist on it. You know, oh, they wow. can, yeah, you know, like they can, they can have a, a, a smell proof bag, you know, that they can carry all of their things and it'll have, you know, the, the black power fist, you know, embroidered on it. Like, you wow. know, we, we want to, and then also like, you know, actual wearable merchandise that also, you know, goes along with, you know, the, the cannabis culture and things like that. Let, Hoodies wait, wait. with hidden pockets. Hold, hold on a second. Let's talk yeah. a little more about that. Right. Cause you said right. actual wearable, right? Yeah. Like, I have so many questions here for you just in that industry alone, because you just open up a lot of people's mind because a lot of people, when you hear cannabis space, you think, oh, I need to be a grower. I need to be a dispensary. I need to get all these licensing. You build a brand and a product that you can 
basically sell anywhere and you're still in that space. And you're talking about wearable. Tell us more about that wearable. And I'm hearing like, do you have like some type of NFT program coming up around this? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I'm, um, yeah, there's a couple things, right? So, um, uh, as far as like just things that haven't, having products that, mm-hmm. you know, relate directly to, you know, the, the culture of cannabis, mm. you know, it's like, I've been inspired by other people that I've seen it's like to, to develop products, like a hoodie that will have mm-hmm. like a special stash pocket or something like that, where you can hold your, your, your supplies. Wow. Um, or, 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 you know, a hoodie where the, the, and the thing is, I don't mind giving these ideas away because, um, one thing I learned from Nehemiah Davis is that I can tell you everything I'm going to do. Most people don't execute. (laughs) Most people don't execute. So I could tell you my entire game plan (laughs) and and sit back and relax because most people aren't going to do it anyway. You're not going to follow through. So, um, Yeah. yeah. So it's like even having a hoodie and um hat on the hoodie on the end of the hoodie string having like a poker like a poker kind of built into the string where you can poke down into it's it's things that are like very specific to you know the 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 behaviors and the actions that you take within cannabis culture if you're rolling up there's certain things you do you can have a a roll you know that's why i'm providing i I just want to provide whatever products i can around you know um what people are already going to be using no, this is, I think it's fantastic and genius that you're able to do that because you have a fashion brand, you have an event space, now you're in a cannabis space. Now, I'm curious to know, what's the management look like? Do you have a different, um, you know, leader for each organization? How do you manage all of them at one time? How, how is your organization structured for all this? Okay. Um, well, a lot of it, a lot of this requires like following a schedule. Mm. And that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, have to get in yeah. line with is having structure to your day so mm-hmm. that you can actually execute, you know, at the highest level. Because, you know, um, it's very difficult to multitask and be doing yeah. everything all at once. So that's why, you know, it's like just having where you can take everything in kind of small bites mm-hmm. and accomplish things. So that's how I've had to learn how to operate is really to, um, you know, compartmentalize, you know, the daily activities of each, mm. each business venture. Um, but also ultimately having a team, you know, has really helped yeah. me. And the fact that the team is buying most <laughs> built in. Yeah. So it's like, we're able to really execute in ways that the average person would, you know, where it's yeah. like, like, you know, if I've got a, a worker or somebody that I hire, they're not going to be at my house you know, after, after seven o'clock, you know, still working, but like, I don't mind if my sister's here, you know, folding shirts with me or something like that. I don't mind if my mom is, you know, like coming by or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's it's family. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah. So that's how we've been able to do it. And one thing I wanted to touch on before you move the, uh, the cannabis is that, um, the, the other side that people may or may not realize is that cannabis is still not fully legalized, but hemp, mm-hmm. hemp, and mm. hemp, and hemp derived products are legal, and CBD mm. is derived, you know, from hemp plants. Yes. Whereas, like, you know, cannabis, that's the THC, but the yeah. CBD, um, 
that's that's what you're getting from from the hemp and that is what's actually is uh legal in most areas and um it has like some really great health benefits that are being explored you know like professionally and, and um in labs and stuff so i mean it's really you know so that's the other aspect of what i do so i do have some flour but a yes. cbd flour that and but i, I said it's right on my website where people can order and wow. i ship it right out how, how do you market all this? Are you doing like ads on Google, Facebook, um, are you mm. using influencers, you know, because I know the event space is good because it's cash flowing consistently with all the different events that's happening. The mm-hmm. fashion has been around for a long time and now the cannabis with like, you know, still has some restriction. How do you market that right now? Right. So that's a great question, man. Um, and that's something that uh, that I've really been exploring is like the workarounds mm-hmm. um, because I want to be able to share, you know, some valuable insight from my experience. And yeah. what I've seen is that, you know, when it comes to marketing and, um, you know, being even being able to do things like receive like cash from your sales and stuff. Yeah. It's a, it's a certain way that you've got to do it and a certain way you've got to present yourself. Um, and uh really online your online presence it, it, you cannot give off the 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 idea that you're selling cannabis yeah. you know so it's like you just have to be very specific with your with your language mm-hmm. and, and like and, and and being clear about what it is that you're doing um but also finding creative ways where you may not have to say so much about what you're doing, mm. where let the, let the images speak for themselves and kind gotcha. of, you know, and that's where the creative marketing um, comes into play where you have like, you know, catchy captions and things like that. And uh, you know, so I've been working with, I, I've worked with like a a, 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 a social media manager yeah. in the past and things like that to help address some of those issues. Um, you know, when I'm, you know, doing my thing, um, having somebody on the team that can, help with content creation yeah. and uh, the creation of flyers and all that stuff. That's, that's also, uh, you know, really helped me, but um, really being able to advertise the, the, the um, hella black, hella loud brand, I said, has been really focused around um, making sure that we're, we're pr- providing educational content. Mm-hmm. We're providing, you know, relatable, you know, like funny everyday content. And then you have the product sprinkled in there. Mm. Um, but it's in a way that, uh, like I said, it's done where it's not looking like you're selling anything yeah. that you're not selling. Like, it's like, look, we, we got, we have all the things on board and then we direct all the traffic to our website because gotcha. our website is where we can really tell our story yeah. and, 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 and give the fullness of what we like to do. Um, yeah. I love it, man. I love it. So um, to kind of wrap things up, right. You, you've been a serial entrepreneur, managing several businesses, working with family, extremely impressive. What is that one tip you would share with any business owners out there or someone who's thinking about starting a business and not really sure what to do? Mm. Well, I'll say you got to manage your expectations. That's mm. something that I, I learned very early on. Um, like if you're, you're, you're starting your business, you're launching your business, mm-hmm. uh, you, you got a lot of anxiety. You want because you, you, like, you, you want people to support it. You've been yeah. talking to your, your friends and family and they're like, yo, go do it, do it. But then you launched the website. No and one no, yeah, no sales. <laughs> right. So the, the thing that I learned is that you can't you cannot rely on mm-hmm. the people around you to make you wealthy. 
Mm. You cannot rely on 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 your like the people in your warm market, like the people that are closest to you. Yeah. To make you rich, they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. The the wealth is outside mm. of your warm market. The wealth is outside of the people that you know. Yeah. Because if the people that you know were going to make you wealthy, you'd already be wealthy. True. So the the key is to get outside of your circle. That's yes. why that. So that's so that's the key. It's like so managing your expectations for the people that are around you so that you can still have and maintain good relationships yeah because i've seen people you know destroy relationships because oh you you didn't shop with me oh because (laughs) you didn't support me whatever it's like look people have all types of things going on in their lives all types of expenses all types of unexpected things that come about and it's really um you know i i just i like to I like to just be reasonable when mm-hmm. it comes to dealing with other people. I have no idea what you could be going through right now. That's so, true. you know, it's like my job is my job. If I'm not, if I'm not getting the sales that I desire, it's my job to look at what I'm doing yeah. and find out and adjust so that I can start getting the results that I want. So yeah, it really wow. it's about managing your expectations for yourself and for the people around you i love like, it that's a that's a major key managing Guys. your emotional wow. like, state and all that man <laughs> for real now man this is dope guys check out ron how do people get in touch with you like if they want to you know shop with you like mm. how do they find you um so you can you can find me uh so first and foremost i'm on facebook mm-hmm. at ron green there's probably a thousand ron greens <laughs> If you if you look at the profile picture, you'll see you'll see that it's me. Um, you can you can find my brands at Hello mm-hmm. Black Hello Loud on everything, mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram. Hello Black Hello Loud. Um, you can uh, find find us at Infinity Philly okay. on everything. Infinityphilly.com is our website. That's our event space business. And then um, the the fashion brand. Yeah, uh, that's that's Tribe Worldwide Apparel Company on Facebook, and we're at Dope Tribe Worldwide on Instagram. Dope Tribe and, Worldwide. Yeah, Dope Tribe Perfect. Worldwide, and um, and then you can find us. Uh, you can access all of our products either on Instagram on the Instagram mm-hmm. shop, or you can tap in at tribestyles.com. Tribestyles.com. Styles with a Z or S? Oh no, S. Yeah, got it. Yeah, and Fantastic. then uh, yeah, and and hello black loud.net if you want to okay. check out the uh CBD and um and everything that we got going on. Wow, Ron, this was amazing. Guys, check out Chief Ron. This is the guy, as you can see, he's amazing. Thank you again for your time. Thank you for jumping on, brother. And we'll see y'all in the next one.